0: Hey everybody, welcome to Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. My name is Bryn Griffiths and joining us as always from the McIntosh group at REMAX River City in Metro Edmonton is Brent McIntosh. How are you doing today?
1: I'm well. How are you today?
0: Fine, thank you. I'm, you know, one of the things that I've really enjoyed about doing these podcasts with you is that you take us away from our area and often we find out how it's going in other areas and this is another one of those podcasts.
1: Yeah, so it it is fascinating to me even Bryn because Although our jobs are similar, uh, real estate agents in other marketplaces um, are experiencing different types of conditions. Uh, This week's podcast, I thought, would be something more similar to Edmonton's. But I think we're going to be a little surprised with the amount of activity that's happening in their two marketplaces. Today, we're joined by Ben Thiessen from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and Craig Adam from Regina, Saskatchewan. And their markets are probably a little bit busier than Edmonton's. And so we'll talk about that with them. Craig, how are you? Hey, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. Great to see you, and Ben. Thanks for joining us. How are you today? Doing great, Brent. Thanks for having me. Wonderful, guys. Well, let's talk about your marketplaces, and and well, actually, before we get to your marketplaces, let's talk about yourselves real quick. Uh, Craig, uh, let's let's have a quick bio. Uh, how long have you been selling? What did you do before you became a real estate agent? Cetera, oh, you don't want to
2: know what I did before being a real estate agent. <laughs> I was in the media, like your producer Bryn, and 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 like yourself. So that that's what I did before that. I was a sportscaster for many many years, and then I realized it was a very interesting career at a very uninteresting salary. So <laughs> <laughs> so so I decided to get into real estate in two thousand and two. And, um, you know, kind of never look back. It's been it's been really good. I've been blessed with good people uh, surrounding me. And it's been it's been really, really good. And even passed, uh, you know, crossed paths with Brynn over the years.
1: That's uh, yeah, excellent that uh, well, I, media is one of those jobs that I think that we all do in our 20s and love it. And, and then all of a sudden uh, we grow up and have to go get a real job. No offense, yeah, Brent. Yeah, no, I've
2: still got some good friends <laughs> in the media, for sure.
1: And, well, Ben, a brief bio, if you don't mind. Tell us about yourself.
0: Absolutely. Um, before real estate, I was in the construction industry, so I actually uh, was a corporate trainer and in upper management with Lafarge Construction, uh, familiar with with your communities quite a bit. Uh, my office was actually based out of Sherwood Park, but I lived in Winnipeg. So yeah. Um, worked all over western canada kind of got sick of the travel and uh so i got a, a position back in winnipeg and i started kind of i'm gonna i'm gonna call it rehabbing home because i hate the word flipping yeah. and uh wasn't overly pleased with the realtors i had dealt with and uh figured if i could go into the business with honesty and integrity uh there was an opportunity there uh and ultimately i was looking for the deals and uh, thought i could do it on my own and uh, gave it a shot and. It, it turns out people like honesty and integrity. I wouldn't have thought it.
1: Yeah, who, but, who, uh, who knew? So Good I, for you.
0: I'm I'm in my 13th year now uh and uh I I enjoy what I do. I don't flip houses anymore. I uh I own a fairly large portfolio of rental homes and uh and uh I'm a, I'm I guess you'd call a gentrifier uh within uh, downtown Winnipeg.
1: Well, let's talk about Winnipeg. And what type of market are you experiencing? Is this a buyer's market or a seller's market?
0: It is definitely a seller's market. Uh, we're absolutely on fire. Um, we're seeing higher sales than we've seen in the last five years. Uh, as far as stats go, we're up 14% from last year on single-family homes, uh, 11% up from the, uh, the five-year average. Um, on the attached homes, we're up. Uh, condos, we're seeing a huge increase in sales, uh, you know, as, as far as 116% increase from last year on condos. Uh, so it's it's abnormally active. We're seeing a lot of multiple offer situations. Uh, houses that wouldn't normally
2: sell easily in this market are selling instantly.
1: Thank you. And now we'll go to Regina. Craig, what kind of market are you in?
2: You know, Brent, uh, very similar to Ben in Winnipeg. We're in a seller's market, uh, most definitely. It's been uh, red hot the last probably year. Like when COVID hit uh, and the lockdowns in 2020, probably March or April, nobody knew what was going to happen in, in right across Canada, for that matter. And uh, certainly, there's a huge surprise when you know there's a little bit of a lull. For the first couple of weeks into April of last year, but then it's like when May hit, it's like the floodgates opened. Uh, we have limited inventory, uh, houses are being um you know snapped up right away, multiple offer situations. Um, you know, in our market, you know, is quite depressed over the last say five years. We're probably back to 2010 prices where prices have come down 20, 30 condos, maybe 50% in certain areas. Um, so we haven't recovered from that, but certainly it's a seller's market. And and like Ben said, uh, sellers are now getting the prices that they were trying to get like two years ago.
1: Let's talk about prices real quick. What's the uh, median or average sales price for single family homes and condos in, in Regina right now, Craig?
2: Well, single family homes, we're always, you know, probably hover just above 300,000, maybe closer to 310, which is probably where where an average would be. Uh, Medium price home uh, in the last, say, six months is probably just below 300,000, but uh, that's a little misleading, I would say. You know, we have a, a couple of areas in the city that are, you know, quite. Uh, Low-priced houses in that, you know, forty to fifty thousand dollars range that that would drag down that 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 average price. So we're probably hovering just above three hundred thousand. Uh, condos would be relatively a little bit less than that, say around two hundred seventy-five thousand for condos, um, and that's pretty typical of of the Regina market. You can get a house in Regina for fifty thousand dollars. I don't know if you want to go to that house, there, Brent, but. <laughs> 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 there's there's some there's some houses that aren't that aren't very nice but you know it is there is a market for that um wow. you know yeah it's there are there are houses that are around 50 forty thousand dollars which is almost lot value you know to be honest but right. um, you know there are there yeah, are places and- that you can get a pretty cheap house.
1: Wow, that's crazy. I thought we had some inexpensive properties in Edmonton. About the cheapest property you'd get would be about 150000 in Edmonton, and that's lot value for, for maybe North Edmonton. Ben?
0: Yeah, I just wanted to ask you about it, Craig. Uh, I mean, my understanding, like Winnipeg and Regina's markets have a lot of similarities. Oh, yes, and one of the big things, uh, one of the driving forces, I guess, on, on what I'm doing as far as the gentrification that I was talking about earlier, sure. um, North America, close to downtown, by the river, highest values with the exception of two cities in North America and it's my understanding is Regina and Winnipeg would you say that's true like those those low value places are they by the downtown area
2: yeah they're they're closer to downtown i guess it depends on you know if a person knows regina all that well i mean the lower priced houses would be in an area called north central uh, which is just north of downtown if you get just south of downtown it's the complete opposite um, where it's a uh, old old Lakeview Crescent area, which would be right next to our legislature uh, building of of Regina, the capital city, of course, um, and that's where you know some of the most expensive houses are. So you're right, there is there is a pocket uh, of North Central Regina that you know has some lower income, but it's a that's a huge area too, and and there are certain areas you know for starter homes that's what people can afford, and that's where they would uh, you know generally go to. But yes, very similar markets.
1: Let's talk about the average sale price in Winnipeg, Ben. What is it for single family homes and condos?
0: Our uh, single family home average right now is at uh, 385 and then the condos is uh, 248. So
1: and is that uh, up quite a bit in the last couple of years or, or in the last three years? I mean
0: days? for sure it is I think three years ago it was 312. So so I mean you know it's 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 taken a drastic climb. Uh, the one thing that I thought was the most interesting uh, about what's going on with our market is the the largest percentage, 18% of our sales is between $500,000 and $750,000. And I think the driving force on that is going to be COVID, um, just because people are looking for bigger spaces, bigger yards, bigger houses. Uh, and I, I I thought that was really surprising when I was looking at the uh, the stats. And this is going back to April stats, Mays aren't, aren't out yet, or sorry, uh, March stats. Okay. Yet,
1: so. And and that has a lot to do with interest rates too, I would imagine.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think it's a combination of the two for
1: sure. Th- that you can afford more house with these low interest rates and and is COVID driving the Regina market, Craig?
2: I think so. Uh certainly low interest rates. Um like Ben said, look, pe- people's lives have changed. Um and 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 we we haven't seen the end of this by by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, employers are now figuring it out that uh, their employees can work from home and in some instances can, can work even more efficiently from home. So people are, are wanting bigger houses. Uh, they want offices at home. Now they need two offices at home because both, you know, uh, both spots now working from home. So spending money, there's there's nothing to spend your money on. You know, people are just locked up at home. They've saved their money. They need a bigger house. Uh, kids are getting homeschooled, so now they need a, an education system, um, you know, set up at home. Home builders are now redesigning houses to have uh, workspaces for kids to be uh, homeschooled, and uh, that's a trend that we're starting to see in the Regina area already. So people's lives have changed, and I think for a long period of time, not just once COVID is has ended, but just the way people are living is going to be different.
1: Where do you where do you guys see that your markets going? Um, I mean, it's obviously it's impossible for us to say for sure. But where do you see the trends going, and and do you see more growth for all of twenty twenty one in your marketplaces? Uh,
2: we'll stay with Craig. I, I think we're going to see a lot of growth. Uh, I had an interesting to, uh, discussion with a land developer uh, here in Regina who's done a lot of different developments, and you know he kind of alluded to it's kind of back. He feels like it feels like two thousand seven again. You know, oil prices were relatively low, but we're starting to go up commodity prices were lower, starting to go up. We saw this, this trend that was starting to happen back then. They had, in one of their developments, um, you know, probably 150 lots to sell. This would have been back in October. And as of the end of December, they had nothing left. So that's how quickly it changed. And now builders cannot find land to build on. And so now they're just trying to figure out how are they going to release more lots? Uh, because the, the new housing starts have been Like booming since then, so we're going to see this trend go for a long time. There's still, you know, immigration is a big thing. Uh, There's still lots of people moving uh, to Saskatchewan. Uh, The economy is is certainly uh, going strong. Oil, of course, is not doing as well as it can, but that's going to that's going to increase. I mean, the U.S. is driving force behind a lot of that, and uh, so. Canada just rides the coattails of, of that economy a lot of times.
1: Now, is your population in Regina growing?
2: Yeah, it's been growing for for a number of years. Um, and, you know, we certainly just uh, saw an increase with respect to um, a multi um, million dollar project with the Regina Bypass, which which is, I guess, similar to what Winnipeg has done with respect to a, a freeway that's just outside the city, that's probably connecting um a place called Emerald Park and White City. So there's a lot of subdivisions around Regina that are starting to close into each other. Um, and it's been it's been growing for some time. Uh the province is still, you know, obviously it's growing as well. Saskatoon is is a growing city too, which is, you know, two hours away from us. And they're seeing uh similar. Similar growth with respect to their cities too. And Ben in Winnipeg,
1: uh, is is the, is your marketplace growing? Is your population getting bigger in Winnipeg? Uh,
0: yeah, you know, like what, what Craig was saying. Like, I mean, I think Winnipeg and Regina are very uh, similar style of city. Um, we're eight hundred and seventeen thousand population right now. Um, the the one thing that I think is is going to be a driving force for increased population uh, is the affordability, of course um you know so so i mean we see a lot of people coming from alberta to winnipeg every time alberta's market drops um also manitoba's uh the the leader in immigration uh for canada so i i think once the floodgates open we're going to be seeing a lot more immigration coming in we also have a very diverse economy so so when we talk about uh you know oil situations that has no factor uh in winnipeg's or manitoba's economy at all because we have Forestry, mining, transportation hub. Um, believe it or not, Toronto's not the center of Canada. Winnipeg is. So, <laughs> you know, we 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 see a lot of uh, different growth, um, and uh, uh, yeah, so I I I'm anticipating a huge growth in population. Uh, you know, they're anticipating that we'll break a million in the next five to seven years, wow. which is a pretty drastic growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, there's devil's advocate to that too. Uh, that being said, uh, I mean, I'm encouraging my investors to buy more property because you know the the demand uh, just keeps going up and up.
1: Where are these buyers coming from? Where is this population coming in from?
0: I think, uh, like for me personally, I can only really speak from my personal experience. Uh, I've noticed that a lot more. Uh, I guess we're going to call them millennials. Uh, technically, I'm a millennial as well, but uh, a lot of the demographics that might have not seen uh, home ownership as a priority. Uh, being home a lot more, uh, living with their parents when their parents, uh, you know, uh, might not be uh, too encouraging for them to kind of be going out and having their own lives right now. Uh, you know, people want space. People need space. I couldn't imagine living with my my immediate family, uh, you know, in 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 my thirties. Uh, so I'm I'm getting a lot more of the the buyers that are contacting me are. Are people that have been pretty comfortable living in an apartment or living with family, and now they they've realized they want to get a bigger yard. Uh, of course, they want to get a yard for their dogs, um, but ultimately more space. And I I think COVID's been a good way um, to encourage having space. I mean, we're you know we're doing a new fire pit because that's all we can do right now. You know, is have fires and be in our yard, right? So
1: yeah. Uh, we, we inevitably on these podcasts when we've got guests from uh, other markets, we inevitably end up talking about multiple offers. So Let's talk about that. Explain the process in your marketplace, Ben, we'll start in Winnipeg, let's talk about multiple offers. Is that something you're seeing a lot on houses and then so um, how do you deal great, with it?
0: Great question. Um, a year ago, it was one in five houses that were listed uh, would be in a multiple offer situation. Uh, now we're seeing one and two. So 50% of houses that go on the market haven't uh have multiple offers or sell for above asking price. Sorry. So um, you know, we're we're seeing pretty much everything you list, you list with a showing start date and with an offers date. That's where we actually hold any offers until that date. Uh and we're seeing, you know, uh in in the uh what used to be our median, you know, that three. 300 to 350 price point uh, you know we're seeing upwards of uh, seven to 14 offers on average on every property that's listed uh, which makes a challenge as a listing agent because you you can't really list a property at uh, you know what you think it's gonna sell for anymore because the people that are looking at properties are looking at properties listed uh, fifty to seventy thousand dollars below their their max price
1: Oh, okay yeah. They're, they're leaving themselves a cushion because they know they're going to have to bid more than what well, the actual list price is.
0: And, and I think if, if, if you're pre-approved for 400 and you keep going and look at houses for 399 mm-hmm. uh, and they constantly sell for 450, well you're going to start looking at stuff at 350 or 319 and, and you know and then go uh, go as deep as you can and, and get up there close to your 400 mark.
1: And is it a blind offer situation in Winnipeg that only the sellers get to see all the offers? 100%. Yeah. Okay. And and how about in Regina? Uh
2: similar situation. You know, we have uh, such limited inventory and there's you know, I don't have the stats like uh, like Ben does and how many would go into multiple offers or anything like that, but um we only have, you know, from a single family home uh perspective, there's only 640 single family homes on the market right now. Uh wow. that's, you know, between 0 and, you know, say 3 million dollars. Um and then you start to break that down. And you say, "Well, okay, how many of those 640 homes are bungalows? Where it's like 340 are bungalows. Okay, well, how many now are between 300 thousand and 400 thousand? Which is a real sweet spot in Regina. You know, despite what our average sale price is. You know, there's 66 houses. That's it between 300 and 400 thousand that are bungalows. So now you could, you know, how many have garages? How many have finished basements? How many have landscaping? Well, that really narrows it down." Um, and so, you know, as an example, I listed two properties last week, both multiples, all over asking price, you know, seven to ten um offers on on each one. And I really, you know, when people say, Brent and, and Ben probably too, oh, you must be loving this market. I don't like this market. Um like this market. And and realtors, it's really tough, you know, when you're trying to advise your buyer, you know, look, this is you know where do you go in at with with these offers? You really don't know. So you could show somebody you know forty houses over the course of three or four weeks, write ten offers, and not get anything done. And so you know I I, I long for a balanced market. Uh, we're not there yet. It's certainly a seller's market, um, but you know we'll 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 move through it and uh, and get through it. But certainly the multiple offers are there. Um, like Ben, some instances will have offers on a certain date sometimes offers just have to be left open for 24 48 hours that causes other other challenges but um, you know at the end of the day the seller ends up uh, getting what they want and uh, they're happy
1: it can be very stressful no matter what side of the transaction you're on whether you represent the buyers or the sellers there's there's a certain amount of stress in these marketplaces uh, when we're in such an unfair or unbalanced market, as as you guys say, I'm going to make you put on. Well, uh, yeah,
2: and I just yeah yeah. Oh, sorry, Brent. But what I was going to just say is, uh, from a stressful point of view, here's another example. You know, because you know we had somebody relocating in from Atlantic Canada, and of course they're in the Atlantic bubble, and they can't get here. Right. But they have to move here. So now we're doing video uh, showings of properties. Uh, we wrote uh, a couple of offers with them in multiple offer situations. They haven't even seen the house, they only go through it from a video point of view. Um, and then we were in a situation the other day where uh, the other listing agent had purposely underpriced the house in order to generate multiple offers. So we're not just talking it going over by five or 10 or 20,000, we're talking substantially over. And they ended up getting it, but I can't imagine the stress they would be going through that they're going to move across the country and on possession day they're going to see the house for the first time. So that's a lot of pressure on them, and it's a lot of pressure on us.
1: Of course. Well, I'm going to make you guys put on your predictors hats here and and uh, predict where you see your marketplace going and like how long these conditions will last. So, so Craig, do you see this going on for much longer, or will you see
2: a change later this year? I think we're going to see this go on for some time, Brent, and uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, You know, when we're talking, say, two years ago in in, in Regina, for example, to build a two-story would be roughly $250 a square foot. To build a bungalow brand new would be around $300 a square foot. Now we're talking $350 a square foot for a two-story and over $400 a square foot for a bungalow, plus the land, plus your landscaping plus the finished basement and everything else. That has not caught on to the resale market yet, and we have not seen that you know, happen. We have been told by builders that people who are locked in to buy and to build houses since last fall are now reneging on their contracts because it has gone up 30, 40, 100, 150, $200,000 more than what their contract might be. So now they are now re-entering the resale market and that's why this limited inventory. So as long as these lumber prices and and our um, you know everything else has gone up substantially, and I don't see that changing. Land prices are not getting any cheaper. Cities are not charging any less for infrastructure and all that, you know, their hectare assessments for builders and developers. So that is going to be passed on to the consumer ultimately. And that's the re-market, and I see that uh, continuing to rise for some period of time. And Ben, we—you had already
1: hinted about uh, Winnipeg's population cresting over a million here shortly. So I'm assuming you don't see any near end in sight.
0: No, yeah, I, I think it's going to continue to grow. And and uh, you know what I'm talking with my buyers, I'm saying like you know based on the statistics here, if you buy a house now, you're going to be way better off than looking for three months and buying a house then. And it's proven true. Uh, every buyer that I've worked with, uh, it, you know, started three, four months ago, uh, they're regretting not buying. And I, I anticipate we're going to see that for the next couple of years for sure before we might level out. I don't think it's a bubble. Uh, I don't think that we're going to see a market drop. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's, there's talk about uh, uh, a secondary stress test that's coming in that's going to have a bit of a factor uh, you know, as far as, as what values people are going to be able to qualify for. Uh, if, if you don't mind, I'd I, I just like to ask Greg um, about the offer situation. We're dealing with offers where uh, generally houses are selling unconditionally. So no financing, no home inspection, which I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm thinking that probably sounds pretty bizarre in Edmonton. I'm wondering if in Regina, are you guys experiencing the same thing where we're doing unconditional offers? If people want an inspection, they're doing a pre-inspection before they write the offer on the offer's date, uh, or is that just
2: here? I think we're going to see a lot of a lot more pre-inspections. Um, we don't see we we c- certainly are seeing uh, cash offers with no financing condition, but still maybe a home inspection as a condition. Um, Certainly, the gone are the days of you know subject to my house selling days. That has not happened for a long period of time, and nobody would ever accept that type of an offer. Oh, well, that um, still
1: happens here in Edmonton. Just so you guys know, what uh, um, how, no, di- okay. how different yeah, our market yes. is.
2: <laughs> well, I guess it, be, it maybe depends on where and what it is, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know certainly though the last uh, few offers i've dealt with have been non conditional no conditions whatsoever um normally there'd be at least a couple of conditions which was is still kind of normal but we're you know we used to get financing and all our conditions done within 5 business days now it's taking 2 weeks because home inspectors and mortgage brokers and everybody else are so busy you cannot get a home inspector for 2 weeks in regina wow holy cow isn't that yeah. crazy well mm-hmm. gentlemen i know
1: i ch- i chose well, when I uh, picked you, uh, and thank you for being on, on this week's podcast, I appreciate your time and expertise. Um, real quick, Ben, if somebody's looking to buy or sell in Winnipeg, how do they get a hold of you?
0: Well, in this day and age, uh, people contact you every which way. But uh, generally, it's uh, on Instagram, BigBen uh or BigBenJustListed.ca is my website. Uh, Cellworks, 204 992625, or anywhere on the internet you can find me.
1: And we'll have all that contact information in the show notes. And uh, for those people who are thinking of buying and selling or maybe have a referral to Regina, Craig, how do they find
2: you? Yeah, a lot of people just connect with us on social media for sure. Our Facebook page, the page, the Craig Adam Real Estate Team, uh, is on Facebook, Instagram uh, as well. You can go to Selling Regina Homes. Uh, that's on uh, Instagram uh, or our website at uh, uh, SellingRegina.homes. Uh, or you know what? give me a call i'm always here to talk to somebody uh 306-535-9363 looking forward to to everybody's call can't wait to see you guys
1: in person again someday soon again thank you so much for joining us hey thanks for having me and,
0: and Brent thank we've you. got to tell everybody how they can reach you
1: You can reach our team directly at 780-464-0075 or find us on social media or our website, macintoshgroup.ca.
0: Thanks for your time, guys. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent McIntosh. And we'll see you next time.